This is Queen speaking. What's the difference between a boss and a queen? When you're a queen, you're owning every aspect of your life. From work, to money, to relationships, there are no boundaries. You can't pause who you are. The challenge is how to own it. What makes you, you? We're in this together. Let's break out of our comfort zone and learn the tools to rise to our own potential. Hit your goals, then set the bar higher. Ready to join us? Hey, Sid. Hey, Brian. Happy day. Happy day. How are you? What's going on? <laughs> um, I used some of our planning tips that we went over on our last episode about Yay. getting party ready. Oh my gosh. Now tell me about the party. Tell me about what the prep. Give it all to me. Yeah. So um, we had a little dinner party. It was super simple just for another couple. Nice. Which is very low key. So a total of for individuals. <laughs> so um, doable. <laughs> doable, manageable. But I haven't done something where it's like a full dinner. Mm-hmm. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, in, a, in quite some time, like the last, we always do like Apps. family style or like, you know, taco night where it's like build your own everything. True. Yeah. Um, So that's easy. But this was like my first official make a full dinner for more than Dan. and it was great um but i took some of our tips of prepping in advance and it took a hundred percent of the stress away yeah so i put together a cheese board um and i got all my stuff from trader joe's nice hitting at that article that you share is so that i use that article i've used it at least three times since i found it it's a game changer i feel like i've now officially mastered the cheese board life yes um so i did cheese board with a couple different cheeses um some meats some nuts some different types of crackers and um a tomato salad like Mm. basically just fresh summer tomatoes because i got them in my csa and that's like this is the time right this is the time we're ready and they for were it just so good and fresh sounds so good so we started out with that and just i had it ready for when everybody got there and then the day before so i prepped that in advance like earlier that day and then i did the two salads the day before and nice. so i did like a corn and tomato salad and then a both with like fresh local Yum. Oh, it's so good. Just like did all the local. Amps it up a level. And then I did a fingerling potato salad dressed Yum. in Dijon vinaigrette. Really? Mm-hmm. I like a fingerling. And so what was great about that is they're both cold salads, especially in summertime. That's like perfect. So mm-hmm. you just, it's prepped, it's done. They were in my fridge and all I had to do was bring them over. Perfect. Ready to go. And then for the dinner I made, um, I did some delicious new york strip steaks yeah using a steak rub that i got in uh my trip to cincinnati that's so so and this was like joyful for you this wasn't stressful like this none was whatsoever the way that you prepped made it so you could actually enjoy the because this is something you really like to do anyway yeah and you could actually enjoy the whole process a hundred percent and so what awesome. was great about it is that because i had everything done in advance i just I compiled the cheese board. I got to dance at three. And so it was like... And folks were arriving at what time? Four. Okay. So you, yeah. So it was like, okay, cool. We're going to put this together during this time where like, we're just kind of like situating and like getting the final everything clean, make sure the table's set up, whatever. Super easy. And then because the steak is 
just you sear it on the stove and then pop it in the oven it took 30 minutes to and like everybody was already outside we were sitting on the porch having the appetizers and I just like bopped in took literally zero effort I was like this is the easiest dinner prep this is like easier than if I make stuff for me and Dan on a, a like Tuesday evening. Well, and that's nice because for four people, that's like a very doable meal. Like it's mm-hmm. good, it's hearty, and I feel like for more than four, it starts to like climb. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Price wise, too. Like I don't know how much steaks cost. Obviously, I don't cook often. So, but like that's a good. Nice <laughs> so that's a good like for a four person. Steaks are like a good option. Yeah. And totally doable. Yeah. And it's so easy because it takes, like, total of, like, four minutes to sear them on both sides. Mm-hmm. And then you just finish it off in the oven. You Did don't you have get to, to do walk anything. away from the oven? Yeah. I oh, just okay. set a timer on my phone so that I didn't forget. And I came back. So I, I didn't miss anything, really. So that's the thing that I always get nervous about. Not that I throw a dinner party often. But it would, it would be, like, how do I pick a meal that I can still be part of? the event in some way mm-hmm. like even if it's you know popping back and forth to like check on things but that is a great meal that like you said like you can leave it and rejoin yeah. and then walk back and like take care of it when it's ready to go like other things you can do is like a lasagna and garlic bread Ooh, i love lasagna and, or anything that require like that you can just get the prep done in advance mm-hmm. that's such a good one and lasagna. like throw it or together like at the baked, last minute a like a casserole of yeah. some kind or a hot Chicken dish. parm. Yeah. Any kind. Yeah. Any type of anything that like you kind of throw. Enchiladas could be great. Yum. That's a good one. You should make us. I'm going to put this on you live. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should make a list of those things because for people like me who's like, what would I even do? Like, where should I even start? That would be a great list to like attend to. And Brianna's you- ideal Yes. Dinner party meal selection. Yes, because then I can say, like, okay, it's not just, like, a dish to pass. Or I'm not, like, just looking up things that aren't feasible specifically for that kind of event. I think, like, that's what I need is for something like that that um, can be, like, a set it and forget it type of thing. So easy. But is still, like, good for a dinner party and, like, appropriate for, like, a fancy or, or, like, casual but fancy kind of situation. I got you covered. I think that would be great. I'll want that by next week. <laughs> Done deal. <laughs> no pressure. Uh, no, just a little homework. I think we all could use a little homework here and there. <laughs> Hit me up. What about you? Um. So I was thinking about this, and I was like, "What? what is my update? And what I realized is that we're coming up on, like, the three months of the last time I updated my prioritization square or, like, checked in on it in some way. And I think where I'm at with it is that, like, I was looking back at it, and it's a lot of, like, springtime activities. There was, like, a lot of patio hangs. There was, like, a lot of rosé being shared. And for the next one, it'll be, like, well into September. So I need to do... A prioritization square that, like, brings me into the fall slash end of the year. Excellent plan. So I think that's, like, what I'm going to start looking at is what are my what are my goals and why are they my goals and what should I be focusing on? And so I think, like, the 
of the like kind of out there and need to drill into is like the podcast and school and then the personal growth. So like using those as a guide and seeing like specifically within those things, what needs to be worked on Mm -hmm. and like, how do I measure it? And what are like, what are the standout things that need to happen? Um, So that's like kind of where I'm at. I'm like, okay, I'm ready for like a reset, a new goal, because um, when does school from. officially start again? School starts at the uh, this the by the time this goes out, I will have started school. Oh man! Yeah, so so um, soon. Yeah, so soon. It's uh, it's gonna be good. <laughs> it's gonna be really good. I keep telling myself that like when there's more on my plate, I tend to like schedule better and more effectively, and I feel like I have more control of things mm-hmm. when I have more on my plate. Things kind of fall apart if I don't have anything on my plate because I'm like, you have all the time in the world to do everything. So with more, it does stress me out, but it also like things get done when yeah. I have more on my plate. But what I'm struggling with now is um, I'm back to this mentality that I've been trying to stay away from of like, too scheduled makes me a little neurotic and it makes me want to break the schedule because it's routine and it gets tired and I just start to like go a little crazy. Um, But I also know how much it helps me. So Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find that balance of like scheduled and routine in a healthy way, but still not like wanting to rip my hair out. Definitely important. (laughs) So those are things on the list. We'll work Um, on that together. Yeah, I think it'll be, it's a necessary thing that I need to do, but I think the prioritization square will like help bring the most important to the surface. Yeah. Much like a priority should be. (laughs) Exactly the purpose of this exercise. (laughs) No big deal. I got there eventually. Um, So yeah. girls night in club. (laughs) You just keep saving my butt. Um, so that's where I'm at. I think it'll be good. I just need to like sit down and like devote a day to it. Or like we talked about earlier, maybe just an hour. <laughs> exactly. Like when you had to push me, your uh, social media push pushed me. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to do this right now. And it took me 30 minutes. <laughs> right. And I just, just like, needed wow. the 30 minutes. <laughs> exactly. And I feel like if I put things on my calendar, sometimes even that is overwhelming. And so sometimes like a, a cuff, like an off the cuff moment, like I had to list something on Craigslist and like I had a 20 minute block of time. And I'm like, let me just see if I can get this done. And it was literally done in 20 minutes when it's been on my plate for like a month almost. And so I think I have this tendency to, like, put more stress around the time factor, around, like, things that need to get done. And so the prioritization square shouldn't take more than that. And I feel like sometimes we're like, but well, what do I need to do? Yeah. And it and it becomes overwhelming because you've put it's so like, much pressure on just it. Just do it while you're having your coffee tomorrow morning. Exactly. Maybe I'll do that and I will. And I think like, again, the three month mark, but I'm kind of, I kind of want to do it for the beginning of September instead of waiting to like mid to end of September. Yeah. So maybe we'll make that the goal for me personally for prioritization square by you beginning of September. also do it whenever you feel like it. You're right. You I have control over your deadline. Life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're right. I uh, I'll figure it out. But that's the goal: prioritization square, ready for fall, winter. Have my goals in mind. Perfect. Ready to go. That's my update. Um, what's inspiring you this week, Brown? <laughs> so mine is a little bit of a pop culture vibe. What? I feel like a lot of mine have been really intense lately. So this is a nice uh, reprieve from that. Um. Yes. 
Lay Ar- it on me. Ariana Grande's carpool karaoke was literally the best thing I've seen all day. She is phenomenal. She is phenomenal. James Corden is phenomenal. Ooh. I love both of them. I love them both together. It That's was, awesome. She So, first of all, she is absolutely hilarious and so sweet and just like... So extra as a human. <laughs> it's that ponytail. It just like that is all of her extras. It's I love right it. And that ponytail. The fact that people give her shade about still wearing the ponytail like it makes me love it? it even more. I think I saw a meme or something on Twitter that was like, I'm so sick of Ariana Grande's long ponytail. Won't like, she just give it up? And you are. And she commented back and was like, I'm not. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and I was like, Girl, go. But you think about it, like, I wear my hair the same exact way every single day. And, oh, I mean, there's probably people talking about it behind my back. Who knows? But the fact that, like, people are pissed about her wearing a ponytail. Like, you have nothing better to do than worry about this girl's ponytail. Walk away. Come on. So, um, I, first of all, if people aren't familiar with carpool karaoke, (laughs) remove yourself from beneath (laughs) the rock. Get out into the world. Um, But it's something that... James Corden does on The Late Late Show with James Corden. And they sing some of her songs as part of the carpool karaoke as they're, like, driving around on their way to the lot. Yes. <laughs> and he can really keep up vocally. He's, he is a phenomenal singer. I don't know where where it comes from or, like, how this all... It makes sense that, like, because he can sing... That this is something that he like wrapped into his show. That's yeah. just like smart entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> just like play on your strengths yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Duh. Um, but she like re- they the two of them together, and he's like saying the background, and she's like harmonizing with it, and kind of riffing off of her own voice. I love it in the recorded part of the, her songs. It was just like I was sitting there because so we're recording. It's currently a Monday, and Mondays are hard, guys. <laughs> Haven't gotten any easier. (laughs) And so I was sitting at home working and I had gotten through like three tasks and I was like, I already need a break. And so I was scrolling through social and I saw this and I was like, this is exactly what I need right now. Mm -hmm. And so I finished responding to emails while playing this in the background. And it was so, I was just like, I can conquer my day. And I really encourage everyone to listen to her new album because it was bomb that is so awesome and that feels very much like something that would usually be on my inspiration list so i'm really excited that it was on yours i'm obsessed with her i think (laughs) she's so good she's so good and i feel like she's underrated in a weird way like because she's so pop but her voice is like of okay if you love celine dion then please don't hate me but like i love celine dion as well but she's got like quality pipes just like celine just like all your powerhouse vocalists like she has got chops she learned she said in the um this little mini episode that she learned all of her singing chops by pretending to be celine and whitney and mariah she's like i learned from all the divas yes and she like lives up to that standard Mm -hmm. i think because of her like her pop style is is very much like what pop is today so sometimes her vocals don't like shine the way that like the divas do because they obviously picked and sang songs that like really showed off their range and she doesn't always do that but when she has opportunities to do things like this and can like it just blew my mind. Give us life. It's just phenomenal. So if you need to pick me up later this week, 
Guys. I'm going to need it. This is it. That's amazing. And I didn't realize how much production goes into carpool karaoke. Like, that if... So I've heard, uh, you know, thou... Who that... What's the word? He who shall not be named, Kanye West, <laughs> he's canceled on James Corden like at least twice to do carpool karaoke, and it's it's millions like just out the freaking window. And I didn't realize. I mean, you know that there's like obviously a lot that goes into it, but he literally is called and canceled like on the way to picking him up from his home. No, and I was like, oh, that sucks. And they were like, yeah, that's literally millions just gone. And I was like, what? I had no idea. So. To know that plus to have, like, really awesome people on that segment is just so much fun. But I can't wait to see hers. Love it. It's going to be great. so good. Give me a musical of any kind all the time. I'm ready. (laughs) That's great. What's inspiring you? This week, what's inspiring me is kind of like a twofer in a one-fur. So... (laughs) (laughs) So there was an op-ed in New York Times from the 2014 author of the book, um, To All the Boys I've Loved Before. And it's like a rom-com in a book, I imagine, because it then became a rom-com on Netflix. It just got released like a week ago. So mid-August at this point. And so the author's name is Jenny Han. And she was talking about in this op-ed about how she never saw herself reflected in other authors. She's Asian American and she never saw herself reflected in like authors or actors or anything. And so she just, she relied on like the really popular authors of that time to like guide her and her writing style and like who to learn from. But the um, lead in this book slash movie is Asian American. And so when they had wanted to pick up the book, and make it a movie when it first came out. She was like, they wanted to make it a movie before it even released. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was like, wow, that happens. I had no idea. And she's, I mean, she, when she wrote her first book, she was 24. So like, she's like, she's doing stuff. And they couldn't promise her or guarantee that they would have an Asian American be the lead of the movie. So she was like, no. So she sat on this opportunity to make her book. Yes. Yes. I was yes. I was like, oh my God. And she's like, even with the production company we went with and knowing that it was going to be released on Netflix, they promised us that they would do this. But once they have the rights, they can do whatever they want. So she was like, I was holding my breath until they actually cast it and until they actually started rolling. Like, Mm -hmm. until they actually started everything was when I knew that they were going to, like, hold true to that promise. But it was a great op-ed just talking about how, like, representation matters Mm -hmm. and that that wasn't the focal point of this, that that she was Asian-American, but it was her her talking about, like, rom-coms and 90s movies and John Hughes films and how all those things, like, rolled into her experience and who she was as a person. And she was writing about her in this in this book to all the boys I've loved before. And so, like, having that character be Asian American is not, like, a nothing point. It can't just be changed it's because... It's like, this is important because this is me. Exactly. It's me. So why do you get to change who I am and how I operate? And she talked about how, like, Clueless was a huge influence for her growing up and, like, the clothing style and everything. And if you watch the movie, like you can tell now that I'm like going back in my mind and watching the movie again in my head, because it was amazing. 
she does. She has like really quirky style, like very like nineties when in and it's set in like the world of today. So like you've got your two thousands, like twenty tens and up. And it was just it was such a great movie, but reading this after having watched the movie, you it is that much more impactful because she is who she is, but it's not because of that that the movie got made. It was that she's the character in this and that is just how it was going to be. That makes me so happy because inclusion is everything Mm -hmm. and studio execs and CEOs and higher-ups within this, anyone who's making these decisions need to understand me being a white person saying this. (laughs) It's like we need other viewpoints and other personalities and different people and different cultures and all that represented on the screen because it is real and it matters. And I think... Uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Yep, number one. Number one mm-hmm. came out with whatever thirty four million in opening weekend, which yeah. is like the highest for a rom com. Yep, and it's like yes, it's like, this is a market. We're talking and, to you with our dollars, and people are gonna go see these things. And literally everyone that I talked to over the weekend was like, "I'm going to see this movie." Yes, and it's like the timeliness that matters, right? Like for something like that, you want to see the movie, you want to support the movie, but you also know how important seeing it in this time frame matters to its success and how mm-hmm. seriously it's taken then going forward and how this is how more of that gets made. It was the same with Black Panther. It's the same with Crazy Rich Asian- Asians. It was the same with, um, oh gosh, there was, there was another one that was so good. I can't remember. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get back to it. It'll come to me at some point. But all of those. Black Panther? Yeah, no. Did you say that? That one I said. Oh, but sorry. there was another. <laughs> there were others. Oh, gosh. The space the space with the women in, in who were the engineers. Oh. Uh... I always forget the actual name of it, but it was freaking amazing. Wow. We'll come up with it at some point later in the show. And Hidden Figures. Yes, thank you. Thank that movie you. was amazing. It was amazing. And it was and that was obviously based on truth, but like this having people who look like who we look like is and who we are as people is so important and so um, necessary. And one of the things she talked about, she's like, the Asian American or the Asians in movies were always the sidekick or the joke or the like you know, she was talking specifically about um, one woman who played, like, multiple different people in all of these movies that she loved. And, like, oh she didn't even have a name in most of these movies. Like, she wasn't even a named character. Wow. And she was like, and that's who I saw. And that's who looked like me. And so I'm like, okay, do I, do I want to be that character? You're like, or am like... I just the person who always stands on the sidelines? Exactly. And she was just like, it was really important for me in the book specifically to have my face and my photo on the back flap of it so people could see who wrote this book Mm -hmm. and have a visual of like why this is important to me and to other girls who look like me and who are like me and who grew up like me and it was it the movie was excellent I've been gushing about it because it's like the non-cheesiest rom-com I've seen in a long time but that op-ed just like brought it home and how important this is and how important doing things like this and as the producers and as like the executives that make these decisions and could easily have broken their promise and walked away from it and not given a crap about what she wanted or how she felt the people that did care and made this movie the way she wanted it to be made like those people like let's have more of you and let's do more of that 
So it was Changes the game. freaking amazing. And that movie just like gave me all of the gushy, like awesome feels that a rom-com should give you. It was awesome. I love it. it I awesome. can't wait to watch it. Everybody needs to watch it. It was a Saturday. I think it was, no, Friday night for me. And I was in and I was going to continue to watch the show that I've been watching. And then I saw it on my Netflix and I was like, huh, what's that? And it was everything that I wanted it to be. It was perfect. So if you hate it, don't come for me. It was awesome. (laughs) There's something wrong with you, not me. (laughs) All right, Sid, give it to me straight. What are we talking about today? So today we are actually talking about a topic that was suggested when we put the call out to our lovely Instagram audience. And um, somebody had asked about uh, 20-minute workouts. And I was like, that's an interesting place to go. And I think... What I've learned is that, like, everybody wants everything to be shorter these days, like Mm -hmm. cooking time, work weeks, like you want to spend less time on the internet. And then you're like, but does a shorter workout to fit within your lifestyle actually, like, have results? Can you actually get results from a shorter workout? And so we're talking about the 20-minute workout, the research behind them, different types, how to get started, all of that. Um, I thought it was, like, I was instantly like, this is great, but, like, how do we do this? And can we make this a whole topic? And Brianna being like the smart cookie that she is was like, absolutely. There's so much more to this that we could dive into. So as we kind of went through it and looked at different research topics and and all that goes into why the 20 minute workout has become such a popular thing, not just because of the time that it is, but the effectiveness it has for the people doing it. Provided that uh, you're doing it right. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Which we will get into more of. Um, I believe in it. And I think that it's, it's something that I have been nervous to try because of my own like neuroses around like a time like tied to working out and what makes a workout effective. But I think it's also like one piece of the overall that makes for a healthy lifestyle. Because I think it's really easy for us to go back to the days of whatever we learned when we were growing up in the 90s, where it's like, if you don't get 60 minutes... Each workout. <laughs> Every workout, you're doing it wrong. And so, like, someone would just go and be like, well, I, w- I did 60 minutes of something. Right. Where it's like the level of exertion varies. Yeah. You're going to have differing results. So what's so great about this, and, like, I can vouch because I've done it and seen the best results of all the things that I do. Yeah. It's because it keeps your body guessing. So, like, you got to keep the variety in this experience to make it happen. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. And we're going to get into like how to do that specifically. Like how do, like what does that even mean? Keep your body guessing. How do we do that? We're going to talk about it because (laughs) that's what we're talking about today. 20 minute workouts. Well, we're going to talk about like the 15 to 30. Yeah. It's kind of, it's, it's a range. (laughs) Yeah. It's a range, but it is like, it's shorter than I think people like would usually put to like, if I'm going to work out, I've got to be there for at least an hour, at Mm -hmm. least an hour and a half and then you've always got the people that are there for like two hours i'm like what are you doing <laughs> how do you have that much time so can't hang yes so uh are we ready to speak it queens let's do it yeah okay that was aggressive i apologize <laughs> i sang it i'm sorry <laughs> do you want, do you want to say no <laughs> say it again so people are often looking for a quick fix to lose weight yeah. And 
<laughs> there's a time and a place for that kind of experience, but a 20-minute workout can actually be that thing for you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're not here to take that away from you. <laughs> We're not going to take it away. Um, what's cool about this, though, is that you do have to be conscious of, like, what exists within that 20-minute 20 mer- 20 workout. It's not like walking around in a circle for 20 minutes and hoping that that's going to, like, amp you up. Yeah. The reason why these things work is because um, – you know, you're kind of pairing like diet lifestyle with fitness lifestyle and making good choices. Yeah. I think, you know, going back to kind of the discussion that we had about supplements, Mm. you're not, it's not the cure-all for everything that you do. And like just working out for 20 minutes isn't going to be effective for you if you're making bad choices in everything else that you do. True. I think that's hard. That's hard to like internalize at some point too. Yeah. Once you hit like for me, it was, like, probably 25. <laughs> 27 was the hardest. Really? Like, my body fully changed. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I think and I was just I like, was later. I'm never going to be what I was. Yeah. I think that was the hardest <laughs> hump to get over. And, like, that is why I think this is an important topic. Is and now because... 30 is a whole different ballgame. So oh, get yeah. ready for that. Well, I'm not ready. I just turned 29. <laughs> Give me me my last year. Something to look forward to. Yes. Um, But I think that there are definitely ways to make this effective and to think about it in a way that is, like, scientifically paired with the way that you're living your life and making smart choices and so that a 20-minute workout can work for you. Absolutely. And I think, like, when we're talking about just basics of, like, what the experts say is healthy... um, UW Health from University of Wisconsin-Madison had a whole article about, like, what is the base of what healthy is. So basically what they're saying is it's not just, like, a couple times a week. It should be pretty consistent. If you're going to kind of do this, like, 20 to 30 workout or minute workout um, type of lifestyle, you should be in the gym or doing that either outside or at home or wherever you work out at least five days a week, which sounds scary. But again, like if you're kind of like planning out the day, a 20 to 30 minute, even a 20 minute, five days a week is probably doable depending on your lifestyle. But like that's a thing that is much more uh, doable to fit into your schedule than probably like an hour plus, I would imagine. Um, Yeah, because I definitely go the four times a week and aim for an hour and sometimes that's not doable so to think about when you do have a busy week if you can be like every day if I wake up 20 minutes earlier than I normally do can you make it happen yeah yeah and like and that feels especially if you are like at home and you're like let me get this done in the morning what is your equipment that you're working with is it body weight and we'll get into all of that later um but that is what kind of the the research suggests like adults should fit in at least 30 minutes of moderate five days a week or 20 minutes of vigorous at least three days a week. I would argue that if you're looking for, this is just like kind of, again, baseline. I think if you're looking for results, if you're going vigorous 20 minutes, it should be at least five days a week. Mm -hmm. And that is, I'm not an expert, but I have friends who are, (laughs) and they have shared that that might be best. They're like, (laughs) they are actually, they own a gym. Yes. (laughs) They do this kind of for a living. And we'll get into that a little bit more later, too. Um, And I think, like, this is just better than doing nothing, right? So, like, starting somewhere is better than 
not. Well, that's the other thing too, is that there's a lot of hurdles that you have to consider when starting a new workout routine. So like I've pretty much had a consistent, like since I was a kid, I was active and did sports and was at the gym or like running the field, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I've transitioned that into adulthood and like kept up workout routines through college. And so like it's just woven itself into my lifestyle. But if you're like sitting up for the first time today, listening to this podcast and like, I want to hit the gym, you fully have to like ease yourself into this. Consult an expert and not like a fitness expert, like your doctor. Yeah. Cause this is actually pretty intense. Mm -hmm. So you're going to want to like take it slow because it's going to put a lot of pressure on your joints and you know, your heart because it is a cardiovascular strengthening workout. Right. Um, But I feel like this idea of a 20 minute workout really started becoming popular within the last 10 years Yeah, because people are like like, most things that we talk about. (laughs) I need something quick and easy. And so high intensity interval uh, training and Tabata workouts, which is like that seven minute mm-hmm. quickie. We used to do Tabatas in my Oh, spin. is that how you say it? My, my spin instructor used to say Tabata. And it was, I did it while I was spinning. Tabata. Tabata. And it was like crazy intense. She was a beast. Like she was awesome. But those Tabatas like kicked my butt. They're really difficult. I like Tabata. (laughs) Sounds like when I pronounce things. Is it Tabata? (laughs) Neither of us know. It's Um, close. (laughs) So as I mentioned, the reason why this ends up being effective is because it is super high intensity and gets your heart rate going and keeping it going. Mm -hmm. But then those rest times are actually really important in between to like you actually build up your endurance faster right um because you're going from high to low so your heart has to like better manage the slowdown period mm-hmm. of returning re- to like a s- safe resting rate yes <laughs> um, correct and always moving quickly in between those reps mm-hmm. and so trainer adam rosante who wrote the book the 32nd body which just like feels like clickbait of books yeah like that feels wrong but it's within <laughs> what it essentially means is like 30 second reps yeah for a, a 20 minute period of time right <laughs> <laughs> oh is that what it means <laughs> but you should be working at a max effort during that time frame for a minimum of 30 seconds before taking a rest time for equal time yeah And I thought that was really interesting because, and I've definitely done this before, but actually like going back and reading through like the science behind it or why these things work. Um, But it, it really, you're, you're You're going, you're sweating. And after 20 minutes, you're like, that was the most intense 20 minutes I've ever experienced. Yeah. I think so for when we did it for spin, it was, we did 20 seconds of like super intense all out and then rest for 10. And we did that for eight, eight times exactly and it like it breaks you a little bit and you know i was in a spin class for an hour so that was like one piece of the hour but you think about like um how hard you're working at that point and like how hard you're pushing and it really i mean i'm jello after that so it is it is meant to be it's not meant to be like a lackadaisical no <laughs> endeavor if you're switching from the casual walk around the pond before you get to work in the morning this is really gonna kick you up a notch yeah but if you want to live that 20 minute workout lifestyle this is the way to do it Mm -hmm. and it's going to be effective yes absolutely 
So I always think this is like kind of hard to believe because it just feels like we've, like we said earlier, like it feels like we've been taught that like the longer you spend on a thing, the better the results will be. But I think what the game changer here is, is like, what are you actually, I think if you're on the fence about the 20 minute workout, you're like, that can't possibly be a thing that works. I would challenge you then to, if you are a person that is actively working out right now, what are you doing for the hour that you're spending in the gym? Like, are you counting your rest time? Because sometimes I think we're like, I only rest for 10 seconds. But then if you actually count how long you take in between your reps or in between your sets, you'll notice that it is longer than 10 seconds. Um, And we'll talk about some workouts that we've both done Mm -hmm. um, either currently or in the past that like tracking that time is kind of, it's firstly a game changer, but then it's also a huge surprise. (laughs) You're like, I thought that I I need more time to rest. (laughs) You're like, that was what? That was like two seconds, not 10. (laughs) Um, So I think like if, again, if you're on the fence and that mentality of like, I have to spend at least this much time in the gym, you do yourself a favor. Like we've talked about with tracking your time, track what you're doing each step of the way. And that might lengthen the time that you're in the gym because you're actively tracking it. But I think that that would really show you how much rest time you're actually doing. And again, like this is meant to be like the hit routine. So it is cardiovascular. It's not just like weightlifting or, or bodybuilding or anything like that. That is a totally different like set of, of rules. <laughs> um, but if you are pushing for like any any length of time, you want to be like completely tuckered out. And if you're not like kind of dragging yourself out of the gym, then you might not be doing it right. Yeah, you you definitely want to feel like you did an hour's workout in 20 minutes time. Right. Um, I think the other thing to think about too is that like this is the beauty of this is that you don't have to be at the gym. Like right. I know that you love to go. You have a gym within your apartment complex. Yeah, if, so like your lifestyle is different than most people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I just walk downstairs and all of it's good. I wouldn't be a morning gym person if that wasn't my life. Yeah. <laughs> so the beauty of this is that it's body weight. A lot of the exercises are body weight. You're doing burpees and stuff. And which some people love, some people hate. Who knows? Hate um, but <laughs> the beauty of it is that a lot of the reps that you're doing are just using your own body weight. You can do it at home. I have like a tiny living room and yeah. I managed to do it in like a five by four space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it can be done anywhere. And I think people like discount sometimes the body weight because they're like, but I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're lifting a lot of weight, that's one thing, but some of these are like, you're lifting like three to five pounds, mm-hmm. but if you're just trying to lift your body weight, that is more than that. And yeah. so you're doing just as much work. And I feel like we just kind of need to change the way we think about what an effective workout looks and feels like, because if you're judging it by time, that's not the same as judging it by like results or how you feel when you walk out of your, your workout space. So what are the benefits? So there's a lot of benefits. So there's a great, there was a great article from Women's Health. um, And I think for this one, I was really conscious about the, like when the articles were written. Mm -hmm. So like not anything from like the (laughs) nineties. It's like, 
Very fresh. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> most or all of what we share today is really within the last two years mm-hmm. that people have done the research and, and really like written these articles and gotten them out to the public. So there was an article again in Women's Health that talks about um, research behind these workout benefits of the HIT routine. And these are just a few of um, several that they talk about. The faster results is a big one because if you're doing it five days a week and you're doing it consistently, those, those 20 to 30 minutes, you're, and again, paired with the healthy like eating and the healthier lifestyle, um, you're going to see results because you're going to, your body is going to tighten up or you're going to shed at least like shed pounds slash your body is going to look different. Your pants are going to fit differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to happen faster. The benefit too, is that you're building muscle mm-hmm. super fast. And so muscle burns calories, more calories than fat does yeah so like and your muscle weighs more than your fat does so i think like the other thing here is like if you live and die by the scale you might need to throw it out yeah like you might just need to also change that this is a lot of change coming at people pretty quickly if this is a, a totally brand new thing but i think again we've been taught that the number matters and the number doesn't matter what matters is if you feel good and if you look in the mirror and you're like i love the parts of me that were a little shaky before or if you're pants fit the way that you want them to fit but like you could be losing weight and your number could be going down but like your pants still like aren't fitting the way that like you're rocking them and and that feels bad so if the only thing you're focused on is the number you might be discouraged more than if you're focused on um things that we've not traditionally been taught to care about or focus on in any way um, the calorie burn of a, a hit or Tabata, it it extends beyond the time that you're doing it. So if you do a hit routine that's 20 to 30 minutes, the calorie burn that you experience after that point is extensive. So mm-hmm. it keeps going. It doesn't just cut off <laughs> once you walk out of the gym or out of your workout area. Which is a dream. Yeah. And I think that's a thing that a lot of people, if, if you're new to all of this, like you don't necessarily know that because why would you? Um, but that's why people say working out in the morning is um, more effective in some ways because as you burn, you burn throughout the day and you kind of like continue to burn as you replenish with breakfast. You're still burning. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're continuing on that track. Um, so that's like a fun uh, bonus. Um, managing your weight, obviously, because if you are getting faster results, depending on like what your workout goals are or what your fitness goals are, which we'll talk about too, managing weight might be one of them. Um, and this is one of those things, again, where muscle weighs more than fat. So you're going, you, again, the scale might not tell you what you want to see, but your body changes and you'll shed some extra if you're trying to shed some extra or you'll, you'll tighten up what's already there because you're trying to tighten up what's already there. Um, and then the 75 minutes per week, which is like four to five days, depending if you're doing 15 or 20 minute workouts, like that's what you want. And so that article does research on every single one of those topics and cites that um, like from reputable um, studies. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> which I also really liked that they referenced a study that talked about one where people were taking antidepressants and they pedaled on a stationary bike for 15 minutes. And they lowered their stress levels and the amount of cortisol that was in their system. Yeah. And, like, that's what you want to see. Yeah. You want to be, like, cortisol will, in your body, is going to equal inflammation, which will equal 
cancer and heart problems and so many other things. So like if you're doing a workout that gets you less stressed, feeling great, and just being physically active, going from doing absolutely nothing to at least trying to fit four 20-minute workouts into your routine on a weekly basis, that's amazing. Start there if that's all you can do. Absolutely. And I think it's like you're pushing yourself to an uncomfortable place. So if you're like fitness fanatic and this is like no big shakes for you, how hard are you pushing yourself? Like if, if, if you're not getting yourself to an uncomfortable place, are you being as effective as you could be even if you're already at like this crazy awesome fitness level? Like that's great. But if you're going like from couch, it's like the couch to 5K mentality. Like if you're going from couch to like something, (laughs) it will hurt you. But I think like even for people that are going couch to something, that's an uncomfortable place, both physically because your body's maybe not used to doing what you're asking it to do, but also mentally because... Sometimes the barrier for people is going in public and working out because there are those awful, awful people, super mean people that like take videos of like people that don't know they're being recorded at the gym. And I just think that's if you do that, stop because it's so mean and so unnecessary and just I hate that. I think it's awful. But no matter where you're starting, you should be in a more uncomfortable place when you're finished with that workout, Mm -hmm. whether it be like just walking for 15 minutes or doing like crazy burpees plus like a twist in the middle, like whatever it is. (laughs) Um, Just getting yourself to that uncomfortable place is what makes this effective. Mm -hmm. But also like making sure that those breaks are short, that you're not like hanging out for any great length of time after you do that first set, because that's what makes this effective is those bursts and then a short break and then a burst and then a short break because that's what trains your heart to be strong yes and i think the variety piece of it is important too because if you keep your body guessing you're just going to continue to build that muscle tone and challenge your body and you won't like one of the biggest things that people talk about when they're you know on the fitness lifestyle or like trying to lose a bunch of weight most people hit a plateau. Yeah. And so that's where you have to make those shifts and push your body to a different level. Um, And you're going to be really sore. And so the advice that I give to people is to like that next day that you wake up, push through it. You're going to feel better afterward. It sucks to feel like your whole body hurts. Yeah. But you're going to feel great after you do that second workout because you're loosening all your muscles back up and you're you know, going to get to that point where you're starting to lose those LBs and maintaining the weight that you want to maintain. Absolutely. And we'll talk about like, if you've been on one track for some time and you're starting to feel like you're plateauing or you're just bored, which is totally normal as well. I'm raising my hand. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, I need something new. We've got that too. Stay tuned. (laughs) All right. How do we identify our fitness goals, Sid? So... I think starting with every time we talk about a topic, I think it's really like, what is your starting point? You need to like really be honest about where, where you're starting, but also why you've chosen to start and thinking like, am I, what is my focus here? Am I trying to lose weight? Am I trying to become more flexible? Am I trying to gain muscle? Is this just for stress relief? Am I trying to like meet new people and get out of my comfort zone? Like identifying why you have chosen now to be your starting point will help you choose what you're 
you're going to do. So like if you just need a group of people to walk with, that's totally fair. Um, And I think that's super effective too. But like you're just like, I kind of just need a social hour. Like I love the way I look. I might want to get a little healthier, but I kind of just want to like meet new people. And that I think is a totally like normal and fine and great reason to get yourself into a new habit of a workout routine. So identifying like what the the why of where you're starting is a is a place to start. And I think if you're in a place to where you have the I've been going to the gym for an hour every day and this isn't working for me, maybe I'm I need the 20 minutes at home. Yeah. This is a perfect toss in that will a Mix it up so that you're not hitting that plateau and hopefully saving you the time that you need to get back, what, the extra 40 minutes? Absolutely. Well, and I think there's, again, like this mentality of like, if you go to a gym and you are part of like the gym culture, which I do, but again, mine is in my building and there's almost no one there ever. Um But I think sometimes, like, you see the same people if you go at the same time. So I think there's also, like, this subconscious moment where you're kind of, like, um, if they see me leave after 20 minutes, they're going to think I'm, like, slacking or doing something wrong. And this, like, social piece of how we do things really comes into play, Mm -hmm. which sucks because, like, that shouldn't matter. But I can totally – I've been there when I was going to a different gym I can see how that can can absolutely come into play. So like blocking out all of the extra and all of that stuff is also part of how you identify the fitness goal. Like, am I doing this for me or am I doing this for other people? Mm-hmm. Am I doing this to show up for someone else or am I actually showing up for myself? All of those things need to be talked about. And if you're in this mode of feeling uncomfortable at the gym doing this type of workout, doing it at home is a great way for you to like get in this mindset of like, I'm going to do this 20 minute routine super high intensity, get fit, learn the moves so that when you do go to the gym, you do feel comfortable. Because I can vouch and be like, sometimes I'm like, are they judging me? Are they judging me for my form? Yeah. So this is a good way. There are a couple workouts and like apps that exist that will help you get in that zone so you can figure that out too. Absolutely. I think the other part of identifying your goal is talking to your doctor. Yes. Even even if you've been working out for a while and this is like not news to you, I think if you're trying to switch it up, especially for something that's high intensity, you want to know your body can handle it. Um, and that can come as a surprise to people, I think, that they if they've been doing one type of thing for a while, your body might not be ready to dive headfirst into a super high-intensity workout because it shocks your system. Mm-hmm. Um, so talking to your doctor, really figuring out, like, how much your body can handle, what, like, especially if you've had any, like, ailments at any point, like a shoulder or a knee or a hip or something like that, like, just knowing where you're at with those injuries and seeing like how much, cause I think what happened to me with one of the workouts was like my knee went out on me and I was like, what, how'd that happen? That's never happened before. And so I think talking to a doctor to say like, Hey, is my knee ready to go? Seeing a PT, like whatever you need to do to strengthen it, um, in some way or, or what workout or what moves you need to toss in yeah. for adjustments, because there are some where it's like, jump jumping lunges don't go well for me or like the bear crawl really hurts my shoulders yeah so i just do a different move that has that targets similar muscles yeah so that's another thing it's like make adjustments that work for you and your body because that's also necessary and yeah and don't push through that pain like that kind of joint pain is not just like your muscles yelling at you that's like your bones saying like please stop and i think 
you know, what I wish some of these apps did do was give you the alternative um, exercise, which I love the ones that we talk about. I really like, but I do think that they obviously like anything. I can think be there's improved. room for improvement there. Yes. And I do think that there can be some like, Hey, if this hurts your body, try this instead. Mm-hmm. Just going to say it. So I don't have to do that work. Maybe we should send them some feedback. We should. Um, in addition to the doctor, talk to a fitness expert. If you're, if you have changed your goals, from like weight loss to maintaining, or if you've changed your goals from like muscle gain to flexibility, the doctor can tell you what your body is capable of, but the fitness expert can tell you how to do it. Yes. So like online resources are great, but like there's a really good chance that your friend or your friend of a friend, or in my case, my husband or my husband. Wow. Sorry. My friend's husband. (laughs) Shout out to Ben. Can be the expert that you need to, like, say the honest truth about, like, okay, you can't, like, just 180 this right now. But here are some ways that you can shift into your next step. So consult the fitness expert. For sure. Yes. And if you haven't moved in quite some time in any kind of, like, an exercise type of way and you're getting your bod back into the game ready to do some walking or some running or some biking or whatever it is that you've got going on. Real Simple had a great um, like kind of list of things to go through um, and how to like just get started again. Even if you used to be like a crazy awesome runner and you have like taken it back a little bit and dialed it back, you're like, I can go back and run a couple miles. I did it before. And you're like, but you probably shouldn't. Maybe you should take it slow. (laughs) So some of the things they talk about is starting small, understanding your limits. And I think that's both physically and mentally, because I think sometimes we are like, I can totally work out five days a week. And then you get to day three and you're like, I totally can't do this. Mm -hmm. And then you've kind of set yourself up for failure, which sucks. And then the discouragement might keep you from getting back at it like the following week. So don't limit yourself that way. Um, make a plan. And we all know how much I love a plan, um, but it can get a little dicey sometimes. I think this is where it needs to be It needs to be written down somewhere. Um, you need to have it kind of either like on a calendar or if you're using an app, a lot of apps will keep track of it. And sometimes it feels like it's yelling at you, but I promise it's to help you. Yeah. So that helps in that planning process. I put it right on my calendar every time I look at my week ahead so mm-hmm. that I know, like, don't schedule a meeting during this time because you need to get the, to the gym. Absolutely. And that's a huge, huge thing that... I think so. Rachel Hollis, there's a book that she wrote called Girl Wash Your Face. She has a great podcast, apparently, as well, <laughs> that I have not listened to yet, but I've heard is awesome. But that's one of the things she talks about is like, why would you skip, if you wouldn't skip a meeting with someone else, why would you skip a meeting with yourself? Yes. And like, really, that's like, that's a gut punch, I think, for a lot of people. It was a gut punch for me because I'm like, I'll do it tomorrow. I'm like, but would you cancel on a friend last minute or would you cancel on like a work meeting last minute? The answer is probably no. And so why would you cancel something that you have actively made time for? Like, it's not like you're all of a sudden have no time available. You just somehow like, you're like, "Ah, I just don't feel like it. I'll get to it later. You're like, no, you've segmented this time for this. Now freaking stick to it. So you feel great afterward. You really do. I think, like, that doesn't get talked about enough. I know we talk about the endorphins and the whole thing. It's real. It is real. And, like, 
some days if I feel like my body is not happy enough to do what I usually do to it, I will just go for a very brisk walk. Mm-hmm. And that I'm like, okay, I did something and I feel better. I knew I wasn't going to be able to push myself to do the thing that my body might have wanted me to do, but I really needed to like... And that helps keep you in that routine too so that you don't fall off the wagon because I think the other point that you're going to make is that like you need to push through beyond like I've done it for a few days or I've done it for a week. I feel like you don't... In my experience, I haven't seen results until like two and a half, three months. Right. Yeah. And that's so true. And I think like, yeah, that's what they say is like, they specifically say week three because I feel like some people are... tipping point. Yeah. Because they're kind of just like, I've done this and either you're not seeing results or worse, you are seeing results and you're like, I'm done. I did exactly what I needed Mm -hmm. to do and I'm done here. But if you want to make it a, a sustained habit, then going beyond that point, either if you're ready to quit because you just don't want to, or you're ready to quit because you're, you think you've reached your goal, um, is like, that's a point where you're like, just keep going, just push a little more and make it that habit and look beyond weight loss. Um, I think that this is a huge goal for a lot of people and it's not discounting that weight loss is a goal, but it is what else, what else is this adding to your life besides shedding pounds? Is this adding like the social factor? Is this adding the happiness factor? Is this adding just a hobby that you've been interested in? Like what else is being added to your plate beyond just the weight loss goal? Very important. Keeps you sticking to it. I think when you think about the other things that are associated with it. Um, Another one that I like is just to find a buddy. Even if it's like a text buddy, (laughs) they don't even need to like physically be with you. I think just having someone to hold you accountable is important. Always. Yes. Makes makes it happen. All right. So what types of 20-minute workouts are out there? So many. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) you literally just type in 20-minute workout and you'll have just endless results on Google. It's amazing. It is amazing. But that's why we're here is to kind of like kind of. Work through, piece it together for you all guys. of the masses, and figure out what. Well, for us, these are the ones that we like, I think, and have seen either results from or know people who have seen results from them. Yep. And I think there's also community aspect to the ones, at least the ones that I've pulled. There's like this this strong community that's associated with it. For me, that's important. I think for you, you found it's that, hard now. Yeah. Oh no. Only with the no community. No. Oh. I do the gym for me. Well, but, like, the motivator to have the community. No. No. Okay. (laughs) I've never used that as – the only thing that I like is being at yoga class because – That's a community. I understand that that's a community, but not for this type of workout. Uh, I am fully in the – this is for me. I'm in my home. I never do this workout at the gym. Oh, I see. Okay. So I do – I. Did when I was at like a community gym, I did do this at the gym. And there are moments where I felt very silly, I will mm-hmm. say. Like it wasn't great all the time. But But the reason I love this is because of the results. It no, because oh. uh I could do it at home. Oh, oh, oh I see. Especially because I work from home. Yeah. So it's like I need a little breather, I'm gonna throw my gym clothes on and do this quick twenty minute workout, sweat my booty off and work really hard. And then get back at it. Oh, see, I can't do that. I need to physically remove myself from my apartment. That's why we're different people, Sid. It is why we're different. So how do you figure out, like, what's going to work for you depending on what you're looking for? So the ones that we have are some of our faves, but then, like, 
I think remembering what your fitness goals are is the number one. Hands down. You can't really start this unless you do that first. <laughs> because there's there's something different. Like the 20-minute workout isn't like all-encompassing. There's a million different ones because there's a million different ways to work your body. And so I think really assessing where you're starting is the first step to finding out what's going to work for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously, again, ask your doctor and know how far you can push yourself because that dictates which ones of these you will feel comfortable doing, you'll physically be able to do, you'll have the right equipment for, like all of that kind of stuff kind of comes into play here. Um, and again, like if you've kind of banged up an or had an injury in the past, you can't do some of these. Like, it's just some of them require either, like, the right kind of equipment or um, to have, like, weights or – and if you have, like, a bum shoulder or something. It's going to be rough. It's not going to work. So, again, like we talked about earlier, finding, like, um, different – maybe, like, a sub-in for some of these. But some of these programs, like, unfortunately don't account for injuries. So that program might just not work for you. So keeping that all in mind. Um, Okay. So some of my personal favorites are the Tone It Up plan. If you've heard about this, it's Karina and Katrina, which feels really kitschy sometimes. But again, I've seen the community that they've built and the way they support their community as the owners of this program. Um, But then also other people that they've invited to be part of this program. And it kind of like what it consists of is um, daily moves and then they pair it with like a cardio portion. And this one includes like light weights. So high reps, light weights. Um, And they're so fit. They are fit. They are very fit. And so they and, trust. Yeah. <laughs> and I love like the community aspect of it is that they're not saying like, hey, you need to look like us because they are incredibly fit. <laughs> but there are people of all different sizes, of all different abilities. Like there are people that are doing this that like I can see myself reflected in these women. Mm-hmm. And that is really encouraging for me. They definitely have their personalities shine in this type of experience. There's a definite, like, friendly, open, happy, excited, life is awesome vibe. Mm-hmm. So if that's what you're looking for. It's there. Yeah. And, the, and it's an app, so, and they have a nutrition plan as well. So, like, their nutrition plan is, like, pretty robust. Um, I know that's not what we're talking about today, but it's nice that they all come together. So mm-hmm. if you're really trying to make, like, a change to your lifestyle, both in fitness and in nutrition – because those two things go hand in hand. They sure do. So that one's really good. I like that one a lot. Uh, the Nike training app, it has everything from like a 15-minute to a 45-minute workout. It has weights. It has body weight. It has like different body parts that you're working on. This is one that like Brian and I have both done and really yes. enjoy. Always my go-to, especially because I mentioned before when I'm doing the 20-minute workout vibe, it's in my home. And I just screen share it onto my TV and do the workouts that way. And it's awesome. And it's hard. They're hard. And the other thing too that I really like is that they have the actual plans where you have like a four to six week routine that they put together for you and kind of set the schedule based around how often you want to work out and what kind of you know, lifestyle and vibe you're going for. If you can like toss in a couple weights or if you're doing it at home versus the gym and what kind of um, things exist around you. So it's actually a pretty awesome, like foolproof vibe for a workout app that you're looking for, especially for like the quickie type Mm -hmm. vibe. And holy moly, 
I did this um, to get ready for hiking season, and my muscles went from zero to 60. Baby screaming. It was amazing. Yeah. This one is great. I think, like you said, to have, like, what we talked about with the real simple list where, like, get beyond week three if you're just starting out, like, this being a six to eight week program for some of these is really awesome because it's, it's, it's easier to stick with it when you're like, I have to keep going. I'm going to complete the program. I've got three more weeks. And so I think when I first started Nike training app, that is what really motivated. Cause that stuff is hard. <laughs> it's yeah. really hard. Um, and, but again, you can adjust it based on your everything. Yeah. It's super adjustable. If you're, they have beginner, intermediate and expert mm-hmm. level workouts too yeah and nike also has like a running app and so like the nike program is like kind of all the way around the block but the training app specifically for the 20 minute workouts um or like again the 15 to 45 depending on what you're looking for um is all there and it's great we both are fans um Fitness Magazine had, like, a bunch of different videos that I thought were really good, and they kind of ran the gamut from, like, specific, like, arms and shoulder or just core or booty um, or, like, hit training. Um, and I think, like, if you're doing a 20-minute workout that's, like, focused on your arms and shoulders, like, that's okay. Like, that's enough for the day. So I think sometimes we think that it has to be, like, a full body. But if it's 20 minutes and you're still on that pace of, like, it's fast paced, your breaks are um, short, but it's just working like one part of your body that absolutely like kind of counts within this realm in my mind. Mm -hmm. And this article kind of gave, um, I think like at least 10 different videos of things to try. And I think what that does is then give you um, like a place to go after. So if you try that and you like it, then you've got um, like a, a brand that you now can like go to their page and say, Okay, what else you got for me? I'm ready to try it all. Mm -hmm. So I liked that one too. Huffington Post had a good breakdown of the seven-minute workout routine that you repeat three times. Um, And I like that because it's something that you can just kind of like – it's like a postcard size that they had inside the article. And you can just like cut that out, put it on your your bulletin board so you know exactly what you got to do every time. I like that. I love when the the workout becomes like you know it well enough where that you're just like this is what just I'm doing. Do it right. I think that like and that obviously takes time, but like that's there's confidence in that, and there's this moment where like if I don't do anything else today, I know I did that really well. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that really helps you get through the day. That's enough. Yeah, it really and is. it's also great when you're traveling and just need to move your body real quick before you head to like. Day three of the conference. Oh, and honestly, like the gyms and hotels, at least the gyms and hotels that I stay at, <laughs> aren't good. <laughs> they're not great. Or so, they're crowded and someone's using your machine. Oh, and that always, I always think having a backup routine is really important because especially if you're traveling or even if you're at your home gym, or I guess the only place this wouldn't matter is if you're at home. But if like someone's like on your machine or like using the area that you usually use to have like something else to do so you don't just walk yourself right out of the gym because you're like, oh, guess I can't do it today. Bye. Like, no, no. Turn it around. Figure out something else to do. Do a quick Google. Do something. You've gotten there. You've done the hardest part, which is physically get there. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Uh, So additionally, um, Self, Shape, and Women's Health all have awesome videos and articles online 
Also, you know, if you feel like subscribing, if you're a magazine person, you can still get all of those publications too. No. <laughs> What's that? But I used to, I would cut out good ones that I really loved and I would just save them and have like whip them out every time I needed to do a home workout. Yeah. And I think that like that, having it right in front of you and being able to follow it is really nice. Yeah. I will say what I love about Nike training is that it talks to you. Yeah. And you can have your music on in the background of it, like your own music yep. on in the background of the app. And then now I have these fun like wireless buds that I get to use. Ooh. I know. I used to be the person at the gym that had my phone on full blast with the app talking to me. <laughs> I'm shaking my head because that's so annoying. I know, but I had to do it. I would turn it almost all the way down if there was a lot of people in the gym. But so it talks to you. It counts down for you. I love it. I think Tone It Up does somewhat of the same thing as well. But there is this... They're both, like, using people, but in, like, different way. It's, it's, check it out. <laughs> You'll see what I mean. Um, others that I found, one that Brianna mentioned, Jillian Michaels 30-minute workout. It's, I found it via shape. Um, but Jillian Michaels has, like, a whole conglomerate of workout everything. But specifically the 30-minute workout here is, like, it's a hit plus, like, some high, like, high reps, light weights, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and Healthline... Um, and we'll share that article, had some good ones as well that I, I have not done, but they look reputable and they look difficult. That is right. So, yeah. Um, I think, again, if we have to, you know, continue to, like, beat the dead horse is say that the longer breaks and frequent pauses and, and not as challenging for you at whatever level you're at is not going to get the results that you want. I think being really honest with yourself about what is challenging and what is not. I think working out at all is a good thing. But if you have certain results in mind, you are going to have to be uncomfortable. And I think coming to terms with that is sometimes hard. <laughs> and if you want to live within the realm of I'm a 20-minute workout person, you have to just accept the fact that you need to push yourself hard within a safe zone. Right. But like you, your heart rate needs to be up, you need to be sweating. This is not like a flimsy type of workout. You got you to gotta work hard for this to be a done deal for you. Absolutely. But it's totally worth it if you're doing it right. And I think like, again, if you are a person that's short on time, then 20 minutes, do it. I think what is going to be the factor is how hard are you working at mm-hmm. it? And you should feel like you just did an hour's worth of work in 20 minutes. I remember one of the things, and you've probably done this for the Nike trading app, they do like a test mm-hmm. and they have you time how long it takes you to do like a certain workout. And usually they're all like f- all timed themselves. But for this like test, it's basically the test how you're doing. And it's the hardest thing in the whole world. Like, I I am jello. And it takes – one time, I think my all-time best was, like, a nine-minute. And I got on the treadmill after because I just didn't feel like it was enough. But I couldn't breathe. <laughs> so, like, that, that, like, game that I was playing with myself of, like, well, you haven't been here long enough. So, like, you just got to do something else. Like, no, the treadmill walk didn't hurt me. But, like – that was a really hard workout and it was technically supposed to be like a test and you walk away after that and mm-hmm. like get back at it tomorrow. Exactly. So not not like shaming yourself for not being there long enough is not effective either. Yeah. So. So Sid, what are your favorite workout routines? So 
like I've said about a million times at this point, I really love the Nike training app, but I kind of like jankied up my knee a little bit at one point. And I think I got so nervous about doing that again that I walked away from it entirely. And so (laughs) since then, my focus, and this has been a year that I have walked away from it. And I think it's just because that pain was so not fun that I never wanted to feel it again. But I'm getting to the point now in my brain where I'm like, you really need to get back to that. Um, So right now, for the last year about, I've been doing, um, like there's been a focus on my abs and arms. I do three sets of five exercises and plus a 30-minute inclined walk uh, like four to five days a week, depending on like how lazy I am. So what I like about it is I feel like high and tight in my muscles because I literally do abs and arms every day that I work out. So my, like I feel good in those areas, but I don't feel like I'm actively losing. I feel like I'm like where I want to be, but I don't feel challenged anymore. And part of the reason I think I like working out is to feel challenged in some way, not to just like, so you got to mix it up. I got to mix it up. So not just to like check a box um, anymore that worked for like the last year. And it did what I needed to do. Like I didn't like gain any significant amount of weight, didn't lose a significant amount of weight. I very much maintained. Um, I paired it with a kind of healthy eating regimen for the most part. (laughs) Um, but I think I need to get back into and try like the 20 to 30 minute hit routine. So, but that's what I do right now and it works, but I'm, I'm ready for like a switch up. I'm ready. Gotta do it. What about you? So my go-to, um, I injured my knee also. Apparently, oh. it's a common thing. No, I, <laughs> I had just like high school lacrosse injury plus like it didn't heal properly. It was rough. So when I was in college, I had to like lean into the elliptical as the only – I couldn't run anymore. I got really terrible um, – shin splints so I had to stop running completely and I used to really enjoy running because it just made me feel good I liked breathing fresh air Mm -hmm. because I would run outside um so from here on out the elliptical is my 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 go-to um and I actually like the interval setting Mm -hmm. which on at my gym is exists under the fat burner setting um but that's why it makes sense is because it go like you kind of build yourself up and then go really hard for a certain period of time that gets my heart rate up and then back down kind of to like normal so um that's like my favorite thing to do I usually do 30 minutes on that just because I'm usually watching a tv episode working out because that's how I roll um but I also do enjoy walking on an incline. Um, Again, a lot of the things that I do basically have just been shifted to prepare me for hiking mountains. So that's where the Nike Training Club app comes into play too. Um, I, a few of the ones that I like to do, because I did a couple of the plans just to go from like winter flab to (laughs) springtime fab. Oh, I like that. (laughs) Springtime fab. That was good. And I was like, my, I need to like up my muscle tone. And so quick hit abs, core countdown and glutes and glory are a few of my favorites. And those are 15 minutes and I will just do that at home. Yeah. And that like does the job. Yeah. And I'm in and out. And yeah. I feel great. That's awesome. I think there's so much to this. I'm really thankful for this as a suggestion because I didn't, I was not sure how this was like going to become like a full, 
a full situation, but as Brianna always is correct in everything she does, she's like, no, we can do this. I'm like, hey, you were right, as usual. So if you have like suggestions or if you have anything to comment on about any of this stuff, if you have something that works for you, if you like won't touch the 20 minute workout with a 10 foot pole for any particular reason, like we want to hear everything you guys have to say about all of our topics. We are ready to like completely have a conversation about them. So let us know how you feel about a 20 minute workout. Let us know if you have like something that you have as your go-to, like let us in. We want to know. We're ready. Yeah. Shall we break? Let's break. Feeling like a queen yet? Find us on Instagram and Twitter at queen underscore speaking and tell us all about it. Find episode links and show notes at queenspeaking.com. See you next week.